You are tuned into the Havo Radio Station everyone loves. J88FM. On air 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and online at j-air.com.au. And a huge warm welcome to all of our listeners for this week's edition of The London Beat. Coming to you here, Sunday morning, 9am, Chile, Melbourne. Warren Wills, your broadcaster and presenter. And this is 88FM, J-Air, The London Beat. Yes, indeed. You know what, when I was younger, Israel was considered to be a beacon of, of um, a beacon of joy and optimism, inspiration and hope. People used to look toward Israel. Um, when I was growing up as a kid in the 60s, as the only democracy there in the Middle East, freedom of speech, there they were, all the tourists, young kids from Norway going on kibbutzes and what have you. Topol was uh, giving at large with... Um, Fiddler on the Roof, treading the boards, winning awards and being the face of Israel. Raquel Welsh, would you believe, was the uh, most desired um, woman, seen as a beautiful woman, someone absolutely glorious. Dame Edna, I remember, just starting out with her gladioles, moony ponds, with a rather insane sense of humour. Imran Khan was the up-and-coming young gun, the young buck in the Pakistan cricket team. What a good-looking guy he was and what an incredible all-rounder he was. He went on to become the captain of Pakistan. Terminator became the film, my God. Artificial intelligence. What a nightmare it would be, eh? And uh, Schwarzenegger, what a, what a big screen star. And what an apocalyptic prophetic warning. Rupert Murdoch was on the up and up. There he was, taking over the world. This young Australian media mogul tycoon. The royal family. Didn't we all love the royals? Prince Philip and Queen Elizabeth II. And all their beautiful kids. Clint Eastwood. There he was, this young action hero. Doing all kinds of crazy, dirty Harry and Westerns and one a time. And of course, uh, IT, my God, Fairlight synthesizers and Australian main one, recording spools, Atari computers, remember those? Commodore 64. And how Kraftwerk used to use all that. What a trailblaze they were. Even before them, I used to grow up with the news, the sport, the weather. And the numbers, and the numbers, if your birthday came up on the news, conscription, all the way with LBJ and off to Vietnam. And I can remember one of the first songs I learned, actually, was Charles Aznavour, Yesterday When I Was Young, and thinking, God, how that resonated. Uh, Burt Bacharach defined the whole period of the 60s, Harry Belafonte. As I got uh, a little bit older, Ryuki Sakamoto. Anybody remember him? My God. Um... How things have changed, uh, whether it's climate change, whether it's conflict, whether it's lurching to the left or the right, whether it's division, whether it's chat GPT, um, 
My God. And the people who've left us from Topol, Raquel Welsh, Barry Humphreys, Imran Khan now. My God, who would have thought? 70% of Pakistan actually um, supports him. Everyone except um, the politicians and the military who want to see him dead. Uh, Terminator, uh, how prophetic it actually was. Rupert Murdoch, there he is, 127 years old. Who knows? The royals, what a decline and what a change of attitude and emphasis. Uh, Charles Aznavour's gone. Burt Bacharach's gone. Harry Belafonte's gone. Roki Sakamoto, who wrote the most absolutely transcendent score for both Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, and a film called Babel. Uh, March 28 passed away. I had no idea. Um, what a year. What a turbulent times. Uh, COVID has a lot to answer for. I certainly think so. It's, um, it's a strange time. Did anyone see Salman Rushdie? Looking far worse for wear, with the right, uh, the right side of his face very badly damaged in terms of uh, both his mouth and the loss of uh, his right eye. Uh, there he was, defending freedom of speech, saying that uh, books should not be banned, libraries should not be banned. People that burn books end up burning people, haven't we learnt from history? You don't like the book, don't read it. Um, rather than edit it or ban it or cut it out or... Uh, Whatever it's going to be. What a strange world. I'm so glad that music is uh, the language, my chosen language. And I remain optimistic and confident and effusive and ebullient and believe that music genuinely does transcend language, politics, religion, division. Um, and lots of exciting things coming up as we're back on the grid. It is a big program that we have for you today. Lots to consider, lots to think about in these very, very changing, turbulent times that we go through. And here we are, whether we be in Melbourne or London, the ashes of the cricket is almost upon us. Uh, such changing times. The French Open tennis is almost upon us. We don't even get the Formula One. Um, how funny. In uh, Milan, such a big thing. I remember a friend of mine, he ran a helicopter business. And certainly the weekend of the Monza Grand Prix in Italy was the big deal. Um, normally from having a few helicopters, it used to sort of do mercy dashes to hospitals with organs, etc. Human organs, that is. And, uh, but during the weekend of Formula One, all oh, the big weeks, they'd fly them in and out in helicopters. Well, not this weekend. No, flooding all over that area, and it's been flooded out, would you believe? How strange. The last time I can remember a Formula One incident where it was banned was the night before uh, in Melbourne. Robbie Williams was going to appear and perform, and of course COVID set in, and that was the start of the change of the world, as far as I can see. But there are positive things coming, and I'm going to tell you all about them in this week's edition of The London Beat. We're going to pause for some music. We have an exciting show for you. Stick around. This is Warren Wills, 88FM. This is, of course, The London Beat.
Here we are again, 88FM, J.R. Warren Wills, the London Beat, Sunday morning in Melbourne, Saturday night late over there. In London, a call out to Adrian Silas, JF, John Farnham, of course, the incredible JB Jordan Brown, composer, producer, bass player, father, friend extraordinaire, a man doing some serious heavy lifting with some serious talent. Um, in this world where we are looking through music, of course, to build bridges, a peace building process, uh, which uh, is very exciting. We are to welcome on May the 30th, that is Tuesday. May the 30th, Vanny Vabiola, a songbird from Sumatra in Indonesia, an extraordinary singer, millions of followers, and I mean millions, Vanny Vabiola, yes, a religious Muslim girl who wants to get together with our cohort of the Young World Choir made up of everybody, from homeless people to young people to blind people, professional amateurs, right across the board as we embrace and celebrate cultural diversity and social inclusion, and surely that's what it's about. The fact that Vanny wants to be performing with a bunch of professionals, amateurs, uh, people like myself, people across the board, Christians, Jews, Catholics, atheists, and so on, is a good thing. It really is a good thing. Surely that's what we want to be encouraging. So that's what we want to be seeking to fostering, nurturing and embracing. And Vanny will be here. We'll be doing a concert on May the 30th. It's a Tuesday, 7.15pm at the beautiful and sumptuous Amar Ballroom, 226 Kuyong Road. Uh, we're going to play a track from Vanny to love somebody. She's got an incredible voice. She's got millions of followers, and I mean it, on YouTube. Go and check it out. We also have two traditional Chinese performers, Steph Chen and Sam Shu. Steph plays an abundance of traditional Chinese flutes. And Sam plays the Chinese Eru, kind of like a violin. Yours truly at the piano, and happily so. And and off we go as we do our our thing. It's going to be a delightful concert. It's celebrating and embracing peace and harmony and social inclusion, cultural diversity. Come on down. We want to get you involved. It will be a good thing for sure. It will be a good thing. Check it out. Have a listen now to the fantastic singer herself, Vanny Vabiola from Indonesia. And we welcome her with open arms and we want more of it. We are also doing a Middle East Peace Initiative this year. We're doing a project with the Chinese. And of course, in November, we're back with Night of Broken Glass to commemorate the 85th anniversary of the events, the horrible events of Kristallnacht. But on a positive side, looking at the relationship between the Aboriginal community here, as, uh, if you like, the pin-up boy, i.e. William Cooper, the Aboriginal Advancement League, in support and solidarity with the suffering of the Jews in Germany under Kristallnacht, Night of Broken Glass, happening in November this year. Uh, lots of good things to look forward to. But put May 30 in your diaries. We're going to pause for some music. Let's have a listen to a song by Vanny Vabiola, To Love Somebody. You are, of course, listening to this week's edition of the... London Beat. There's a love, certain kind of love that never shined on me.
And a warm welcome back to all of our listeners for this week's edition of The London Beat, coming to you on 88FMJ Air. I am thrilled to say that I stand amidst greatness. And yes, our next guest is the most virtuosic cellist, and he is here in Melbourne, Rob Exelman. Welcome to the show, Rob. Thank you very much, Warren. It's very kind of you to invite me to be on your radio show. It's a great pleasure to have you. Now, it's not every day we have a cellist and a an esteemed classical cellist. Now, the re- one of the reasons is to get you on here is that I'm very excited, first of all, that you are a man who has his own mission, is a freelancer and all the rest of it. Tell me about this concert, that when this goes out on Sunday, you'll have done this concert. So tell us a little bit about what you've got coming up on the Friday night. Okay, so the Friday, the Friday night concert is actually a second performance because we played in, in Red Hill last Sunday at the winery, the Eldridge uh, Estate Winery in Red Hill. Um, it's the same program. Um, it's a string trio. So the string trio being violin, in, in this case violin, viola and cello, which is um, a unique combination. You usually think of a trio as a piano trio. And... Um, but there is some wonderful writing for the string trio combination and, and what we're presenting are three works that are not often played in public because firstly they're, 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 they're virtuosic and demanding compositions and uh, and um, so, so tell us what challenging works. so what they, what they are is, yep. is um, about subdivertimento yep. and a Beethoven string trio and a work by Max Reagan sounds great Sounds great. And now tell me something. Now, Rob, you have been someone who, like the rest of us, has been going through the mill in this country, got with lockdown, and we're kind of we're bouncing back on our feet. So tell me something. Looking into your crystal ball, uh, what is on the horizon for Rob Exelman and his fantastic cello as, uh, as we move further into 2023 and beyond? I, I, I wish I wish I knew. Looking into the crystal ball, <laughs> all, all, all I can tell you is that uh, I'm, I'm very positive about. Uh, I'm feeling very good about the the future and, and, and looking forward to, to being able to perform for the public again. Which of course is something that for, for over a year, between one and two years, we, we couldn't do because of the, of the lockdown. So uh, I think there is a hunger in the community. People want to hear live music. People want to connect. Um, in a personal, personal way, uh, with musicians and, and the arts, and uh, I'm, I'm thrilled that I can be part of that. I mean, one, again, one of the uh, one of the endearing things about your good self, and I have nothing but admiration. I think for so many string players, as we do have a, a an abundance, a proliferation of them, I suppose the easiest thing is to. Uh, is to shut up shop and join an orchestra, and that's the end of it. But uh, you certainly uh, beat your own path. Now, is, is there a particular reason you pursue this particular line of work? I mean, it's always, it's always been a passion of mine. Um, both my parents uh, love music, and that's actually what brought them together, um, that, shared, that shared interest. And, and they, passed that, they passed that on to me, and that's something that... Uh, it's it's it was a very natural sort of progression for me to become a professional musician. Um, I think I think uh, I, I have played with professional orchestras and, and uh, um, I've done a lot of other, other other things with with music. But I feel as a freelancer and organising my own concerts that that's really that's my niche. I feel I can 
uh, a bit more expressive um, and, and uh, in, in that area. It's, it's certainly more challenging. It's certainly more risky. Um, and I, I've also got to ask you as well. I mean, so many people, I suppose, love the, uh, the uh, very stock standard uh, um, must-haves in the repertoire, like the Elgar and so on. And you, for, our, for our listeners, what should they go and check out for people who really want to expand their listening for the cello? Well, I'd certainly listen. You, you can't go past the Bach suites, the six Bach suites for solo. So the cello, it's sort of it's the, the, the Bible, if you like, for, for, for the cello. Just as for the violin, you would say it's the partitas and sonatas. Right. So you'd certainly want, want to become familiar with that. And yes, there's the Elgar, made very famous and popular by Jacqueline Dupre. Um, or the Dvorak Concerto is another wonderful, wonderful work with instant uh, audience appeal. You, you know, I, I must share something with you on the subject of Jacqueline Dupre. When I arrived in London in 1986, I had a terrible tendonitis in my left wrist, and I was it was recommended I go and see this physiotherapist named Miss Somerville. And I felt so much cheerier uh, when she told me about Jacqueline Dupre at the time that she was being treated could no longer hold a knife and a fork because she had such chronic MS. Tragic, yeah. Such a tragedy. Indeed it is. But listen, Rob, it is great to have you on the show, and whenever you've got something coming up again, please let me know so we can uh, we can big it up and big you up, because uh, Rob Axelman, please, ladies and gentlemen, look out for him, a major talent. We are going to pause for some music. A huge thank you to Rob for being on the show today. Thank you again, Warren. And this is Rob Axelman in conversation with Warren Wills for this week's edition of The London Beat.
Greetings again, dear listeners. Indeed, it's very difficult to know where to look, what to believe, where to go, etc., um, etc. Et what did this Denzel Washington say? You don't follow the news, you are ill-informed, and if you do follow the news, you are misinformed. A great deal of truth in that. For those who've been following the ongoing saga of Julian Assange, who was uh, holed up in the Ecuadorian embassy for some time, then he was uh, allegations of rape against a Swedish girl, uh, which was dropped, and then talking about um, to have him whipped away, extradited, sent away, off to uh, deported off to America to face charges. It seems the Australian government is getting behind one of their own, as they rightly should. He is Australian after all, whether you like what he says or you don't. Uh, what about human rights? He should be brought back here. He is an Australian subject after all. The amount of people from different countries who have been banged up for wrong reasons and political reasons all over the world is uh, pretty abhorrent to say the least. Hope you enjoying the music. The last piece you heard was the second remembrance in honour of nine 11 before then, and an interview with a fantastic cellist, Mr. Rob Exelman. Um, what a fantastic performer he is. Do go and check out Salman Rushdie's uh, our first speech since he was attacked on stage. I mean, I know people went on about the fatwa and satanic verses. He was on Larry David. He made a joke of it. It never happened. Well, it certainly did get out of, um, out of hand, and he's lucky to be alive, to be honest with you. Um, and he is not speaking with anger or bitterness. He's speaking a lot of common sense when he talks about, you know, uh, speaking against censorship and uh, protecting freedom of speech and the right for authors to write. And people, whether they be on the extreme left or the extreme right, should stop banning and burning books, banning libraries, and trying to control and manipulate what people write and say. Whether you like it or not, certain things are written, and they were of their time, and that should be um, appreciated or, in fact, or abhorred being disgusted in that context, and that should be appreciated. It has become a rather Orwellian environment, as we certainly know. Uh, but yes, check that out. But certainly, yes, things are being done to certainly get Julian Assange back to Australia, which would be a rather good thing. Got to play a track now, Hallelujah, by the great Leonard Cohen. This is quite a... Um, an extension on what the original idea was. Sit back, enjoy. Um, what a turbulent year, I, as I keep saying, and it really is. So much has changed in, in such a little amount of time. I see that um, after the uh, coronation and after Eurovision and the success of Sweden, uh, the big story is um, the man, the spare man. The spare man and me again, Markle, apparently they claim they were in a high-speed chase for two hours through Manhattan, uh, much to uh, <laughs> the, uh, the mocking of the mayor of New York and the NYPD. Has anyone actually been to Manhattan? It's a grid system with traffic lights. You can't have a high-speed chase through Manhattan for two hours. Absolutely ludicrous. But there we are. Uh, it certainly became a news story. They certainly need the attention. They need the support. They need the love. They need the sympathy. What can I tell you? Thank God for freedom of speech. Good on them. They can do what they like, I guess. Let's pause for music. Let's listen to Hallelujah. You are, of course, listen to this week's edition of The London Beat.
And sadly, dear listeners, all good things must come to an end. And indeed, this week's edition of The London Beat, of course, is no exception. Anyone watching Succession? My God, it's amazing. Since uh, the main man, Logan Roy, had died, died off and the kids are taking over, it's gone crazy. Um, it's, what, it bears some kind of relationship to Rupert Murdoch. It bears what, the, the way the American election was called when Biden won and they called for Arizona. Surely not. Surely not. Anyone watching the... Um, the um, White House plumbers uh, about uh, Nixon and Watergate. Yeah, interesting what's going on. Um, yes, still getting over the fact that, uh, yes, this year, saying goodbye to Topol and Barry Humphreys and Jerry Springer and Jeff Beck and Ryuki Sakamoto and Burt Bacharach and Harry Belafonte. Wow, that's a um, serious amount of people who have gone disappeared and left us uh, in the hands of Elon Musk and others to run and control the world. And of course the new King Charles, whatever that means, and the slimmed down, is it the slimmed down? Um, version of the monarchy. I mentioned at the start of the show about uh, Imran Khan. I can't quite believe uh, the trajectory of his own life. Wouldn't he be happier being uh, in London with some beautiful supermodel um, talking about his uh, amazing life rather than being uh, the man who has 70% support of the popular vote and is being harassed, harangued, and let it get a, a, a life sentence in jail over there? I mean, there are certain countries that are in, in absolute shambles and decline and all the rest of it. It's very sad to see what is going on in Israel at the moment, but we are certainly working on some Middle East peace initiatives and we believe that music is the way to go because they don't seem to be able to achieve very much through politics and diplomacy. That seems to be the rather sad and sorry state of it. It would certainly seem that way to me, nonetheless. Yes, um, what can I tell you? Again, just a quick call out. Uh, yes, for May the 30th, Tuesday, come along to Amar, uh, Vanny Vabiola, amazing, Indonesian, Sumatran, songbird extraordinaire. She's over here with yours truly, Warren Wills and the Young World Choir, doing our thing for social inclusion, embracing the future. There's got to be a better way forward. We've got to stop the vision. Let's come together, people. Think about it. Think about it. How things have changed. And I'm not suggesting for one minute when I grew up, it was, oh my God, it was such a better place and a better world to live in. But certainly, it was certainly a very different world. And, and the exponential pace that things are changing. And you just wonder what is going to be more of a concern. Is it going to be war and man's stupidity, greed and power? Is it going to be the destruction of the planet through climate change? Or will we not have to worry about any of that because AI will take over, which seems to be just in the past month it's gone crazy uh, with what seems to be achievable and possible on AI. I like to have a more confident view of the future. And as I say through music and art and sharing all of our cultural all of our cultural exchanges etc whether they be artistic whether they be linguistic but let's do it let's bring people together it's been a great pleasure having your company this week this is Warren Wills bidding you a very fond farewell for this week's edition of the London Beat J-A-D-A-F-M ושובה דרך מרמה, זה עוד פיתול ועלייה, וכבר נדמה שזה לנצח יימשך. וחום השמש שמכה, 
על השפתיים הסדוקות, איש לא יודע כבר לאן כל זה הולך. וכבר היינו מעיין, וכשנגר נעלם, ושוב הכל סביב שומם ומייאש. ובכוחות האחרונים, אדם מביט אל המרומים, ומבפנים נושא תפילה ומבקש. רד אליי, בוא פזר עליי, טיפות גדולות של נחמה. רד אליי, תרחם עליי, הגיע הזמן לשבור צמא אל האדמה, אל הנשמה. גשם שיבוא לנשימה. והלילות עוד אפלים, ריקים מכוכבים נופלים, ורק הרוח מנשם יבש מיטל. גם הימים כל כך דומים, עד שנדמה לי לפעמים שאנחנו צועדים ורק הלב היטב זוכר, אוויר מתוק ומשקר, וכל נשכח שעוד לוחש ממרחקים. אז בכוחות האחרונים, אתה מביט אל המרומים, רוצה לראות את השורים
J-Air J-Air is committed to diversity and inclusiveness for the Jewish and broader community. J-Air.com.au Hi, this is Mark Kopolov with a reminder that you can support J-Air by joining as a member at J-Air.com.au your membership fee of $54 a year will help J-Air maintain its commitment of bringing your community to you. Hi, this is 